Growing up, there was a precedence that soda was bad for you. But now I know that there's a lot more to look out for when it comes to drinking sugar. That's right. When you drink sugar, it's the fastest way to get fat and stay fat. And I'm not just talking about sugar-filled soda. I'm talking about anything that you might drink or add to a drink, like natural honey, flavored or sweetened coffee creamer, even supplements. You know those tablets and powders that you dissolve into water to boost your immune system? All of it is liquid sugar. Even 100% natural fruit juice, it doesn't matter. Fruit smoothies, it's all sugar. And even alcohol that's been distilled from fruit, like wine and champagne, is all liquid sugar. It's really surprising when it's all broken down. The list is so long. But I don't think that anyone realizes that these drinks are quote-unquote bad for you. Right, and that's exactly why in today's episode you're going to learn how your body reacts to liquid sugar and why it's the fastest way to get fat and stay fat. And we'll also give you some tips to help you know what you can drink to lose weight and maintain a healthy weight so that you can enjoy yourself and not destroy yourself. My name's Emerson Lee. And I'm AJ, and you're listening to Ovia Weight Loss and Wellness. I hear people talk all the time about eliminating sugar to lose weight. Is that really necessary? Well, not entirely. You don't need to entirely eliminate sugar to lose weight. Now, I don't expect that anyone's just going to comply with what I'm saying without understanding why. And I like to say the reason why you want to avoid drinking and adding sugar is because sugar is the one substance that can most easily derail weight loss. And I'd say the number one piece of weight loss advice I give is don't drink sugar, don't add sugar, and don't eat or drink added sugar. Yeah, you say that a lot. And you also say things like uh, save sugar for dessert Mm -hmm. and uh, sugar's not for breakfast. Which at first seems like you're just saying what's obvious, like Mm -hmm. don't eat French toast, pancakes, or sugary cereals for breakfast. But the deeper you dive, it's clear that sugar is smuggled into everything. And you put an emphasis on not drinking sugar. So how is drinking sugar different or worse than eating something with sugar? Well, drinking sugar is absolutely the worst, and that's because the human body was never made to drink sugar. And there's a bigger impact to the body because the dosing or amount is higher when you drink it, okay? And that's because when we consume sugar at higher levels, not only does sugar cause the body to store fat, it also shifts your metabolism into slow and low gear, okay? And it also accelerates fat storage. It also increases your appetite, hunger, and cravings, which all leads to more consumption, overeating, and weight gain. And it also decreases your energy and motivation to move, too. Yeah, I mean, people talk about this a lot when we're kids, you know, getting a sugar high and crashing after it all wears out. Mm -hmm. Uh, We assign this phenomenon to kids eating too much candy, but then we seemingly forget about it when it happens in adults from things like drinking orange juice. Yeah, and that's real. (laughs) And it's right to the point, okay? And the best place to start with all this is to understand the design of our body, all right? And the human body, like I said, was never designed to drink sugar. And evolutionarily speaking, sugar was only found in nature, okay? And it was only found seasonally in the form of fruits and vegetables. So imagine this is all way before blenders and juicers came along. Humans were eating fruits and vegetables whole, okay? Which is exactly how nature intended. 
And the reason why is nature includes an important protective nutrient designed to protect the body, which is fiber. Oh, your favorite macronutrient. <laughs> yes. If anyone is listening and wants an overview, we have a full episode dedicated to fiber. So be sure to check it out. Yeah, and fiber is my favorite for a reason because when fruit is whole, fiber is intact and it offers a digestive system protection. And it basically slows down the impact of the natural sugars as they're leaving the stomach, okay? But if you think about it, we weren't drinking sugar or fruit juice until we invented those things like the blenders, the mixers, and the juicers. Right, because fruit isn't the villain here. It's the juicing of the fruit that is causing the blood sugar to spike, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. But there's a lot more going on here. And that's because there's another molecule that we need to talk about. So let's zero in on that molecule, fructose. Okay. Fruits and vegetables are great examples of fructose because most of them contain the fructose molecule specifically. All right. And I'd say the best way to understand why fructose seems to cause such a disturbance is to know more about how it was naturally intended to function to help our survival. Now you see in nature, fructose is found in high concentrations in things like honey or agave, and those things contain as much as 50 to 97% fructose, okay? And scientifically, we now know that fructose triggers fat storage in animals. And this is important because in humans specifically, this is really helpful because it helps us survive things like famine and seasonal food shortages like a long winter or a drought. And in the animal kingdom, it helps animals store energy and fat for hibernation and migration. So if you're thinking about hibernation, what animal comes to mind? Uh, immediately the first animal I think of is a bear. Okay, exactly. And what do you think of bears eating prior to hibernation? This might just be because of Winnie the Pooh and other cartoons, but I imagine them eating honey. Yeah, that's true. If they can find it, bears are known to eat honey. And honey and agave are both forms of highly concentrated sugar, more specifically fructose. Okay, and let's stick with the hibernating bear as an example. And what do we know about the behavior of the bear before it hibernates. Uh, they eat a lot in order to put on weight since they'll be sleeping or mostly inactive for the winter. Right, exactly. So this is an interesting point. Okay, humans, after too much fructose or sugar, are just like the bear. All right, they get tired and sleepy and they feel like they have no energy and they lose motivation to move. And that's because at a molecular level, fructose doesn't hit the bloodstream, okay? It goes directly to the liver. And it's the liver's job to basically detox the fructose. And the other thing that's happening is the fructose molecule does take a toll on the entire system, okay? It literally zaps your cellular energy, which causes the metabolism to slow down, all right? And you've probably experienced this too. If you've ever binged on a lot of sugar, you probably felt the sugar slump where you feel sluggish and you don't really feel like moving or getting off the couch. Right. You used to call it a sugar coma when I was a kid. That's right. Okay. So that low energy feeling, it's real. All right. It's not imagined. And it's the actual response the body has at a chemical level. And it's in response to the tsunami surge of sugar. And that's because in high doses or amounts, sugar activates a survival mechanism in the body. 
all right? And here's how that works. When the body gets a surge of fructose, it's sent into a panic, all right? It's thinking that there's a food shortage, all right? And biologically, our body is designed to respond by protecting its survival. So it thinks that there's a reason why we're overeating and overconsuming, so it starts to slow down, which is why when you eat or drink too much sugar, not only will you feel sluggish, your metabolism will actually slow down too to conserve energy. Okay. I, that, I guess that makes sense. If the body thinks that there's a food shortage, it's going to want to save energy. Right. But that's not all that's happening. Okay. There's even more. The body also increases the demand for more energy. Now, remember, it thinks it needs more energy, not just because it thinks food is short. It's also because the fructose molecule actually zaps your body's cells of energy. So now the body alerts the brain, okay? Bring in more energy, it's telling the brain. So fructose is essentially attacking your body. Yeah, exactly, all right? So your body's gonna tell you to eat more food in order to restore that cellular energy. And what kind of food delivers the fastest form of energy? Uh, carbs. Yeah, exactly, all right? So this means that your brain sends a signal to trigger your appetite, hunger, cravings, thirst, all of it, okay? Which is why, in the same way that a bear can pack on the pounds with honey, humans can pack on the pounds with fructose and sugar, okay? But more specifically and quickly, your body can pack on the pounds anytime you drink liquid fructose or liquid sugar. Okay, so fruits and veggies contain natural fructose, but that's okay as long as it's not liquefied in some way, right? Exactly. Right, exactly, because you have the protection of the whole natural fiber. So this is why things like fruit juice and smoothies made from fruit or veggies aren't actually healthy. That's right, okay? It's too much of a sugar overload anytime it's juiced. And it sounds like honey and agave aren't something I want to be adding to drinks either, since they're mostly fructose too, right? Yep, that's right. And that's why I always say that you basically want to avoid adding sugar, drinking sugar, and you definitely don't want to drink added sugar. And that's things like table sugar, okay? But it also goes for natural sugars like honey and agave. Now, there's Always two things to consider when it comes to sugar, all right? First, you want to consider the effect of the sugar, which is what we've been talking about, all right? But the second thing to consider is the dosing, which refers to the amount, all right? Now, let's talk about that. One apple, for example, contains about 13 grams of fructose, okay? But now let's say we take that apple and we juice it, all right? How many apples do you think it takes to make a full, nice big glass of apple juice? Uh, probably several. <laughs> I would guess probably like four. Yeah, well, you know what? That's a good guess, okay? Because it's anywhere from four to six apples, which means that you're drinking essentially 39 to 79 grams of fructose, okay? So let's just put this into context, all right? That's the same amount of sugar as a full regular size soda, like 12 ounce can of soda. It's 39 grams of sugar. And depending on the brand, the sugar content in that soda can shoot up as high as 69 grams. And that's just the natural sugar of the apples. Yeah. So that doesn't include any sugar that the manufacturers might have added. Right. You're right. Isn't that shocking? Yeah. I mean, we're all told and we all know that soda is loaded with sugar, but no one ever thinks that their fresh squeezed juice has the same amount of sugar. So it's just as bad. Yeah, exactly. It is. Okay. And another way to look at this is by taking a look at something like alcohol. All right. Now, alcohol 
is the other substance that we know to be processed by the liver. And the body actually has a few natural stopping mechanisms to help you, you know, stop from overdosing on alcohol, right? Okay, so think about this. What happens if you drink too much alcohol? What's what's going on in your body? Oh, gosh. Uh, you get dizzy <laughs> or like the spins mm-hmm. and you black out. <laughs> throw up, uh, eventually your body will just say that's enough and you'll pass out. Right. And that's exactly how that works. Okay. The problem is the only natural stopping mechanism that the body has to prevent sugar overload is fiber. And that's because the only natural sugar we were ever going to biologically overload on was found in natural fruits and veggies. And that's why You can probably eat maybe one to two apples, but then you're going to get too full and you're going to need to stop. And that's the natural fiber telling you to stop. Okay, you're too full, which is why you can't eat four to six apples. Okay, which is why it's easy to overdose on sugar when it's fruit juice. Exactly. Okay, so what else do I need to look for to make sure that I'm avoiding these sugar spikes? All right, well, here's what you need to know. Fructose is infused in most all processed, packed, canned, and bottled food and drinks, okay? And it's become part of our modern food environment. Now, fructose was even used to make high fructose corn syrup, okay? So it's part of another man-made manufactured sugar. And it's been added to so many processed foods and drinks. Yeah, I mean, they used to run ads against high fructose corn syrup when I was younger. I think we all know it's bad for us. But does that mean that the natural sugars are better? Not quite. High fructose corn syrup was vilified and basically singled out as the source of all of America's obesity problems relating back to sugar. But it really isn't that simple. Right. Well, there's a reason why we have at least a dozen videos for our members on just sugar alone. There is a ton of information and misconceptions. Our membership is available for anyone to join at any time. There is where we dive into how sugar activates cravings and works as an addictive substance that drives overeating. You can find all of that on our website, oviawellness.com. That's O-V-V-I-A wellness.com. Okay, so Is the problem just with sugar in general? Yeah, the true problem is that all sugar is still sugar, okay, no matter what it is. Brown sugar, powdered sugar, cane sugar, sugar in the raw, turbinado, coconut sugar, monk fruit, it doesn't matter. It's all sugar, okay? And the response in your body in regard to weight gain is all the same. No matter what type of sugar, artificial or natural, it's all the same. So this brings us back to one of my biggest weight loss tips. Don't drink sugar, don't add sugar, and don't eat or drink added sugar. So let me tell you how this works for me in my day-to-day life. And now in practical terms for me, no soda, all right? I'm not drinking soda, period. And that's an easy one. In fact, I think I might drink a diet soda maybe once or twice a year, and that's it. I've just steered clear from all of it, okay? Because The chemical composition of it doesn't appeal to me. And I know my body at a cellular level needs hydration, which is why I primarily drink water. 
That makes sense. And like we touched on, I think it's obvious to everyone that soda is bad for you. Mm -hmm. It was the fact that orange juice contains the same amount, if not more sugar as soda that I found so shocking. And it really convinced me to make the necessary change of cutting out juice altogether. Okay, that's great. Um, And you know what? I know you hear me say that sugar is for dessert and not for breakfast. And that's basically one of the breakfast items, that orange juice. That's what I'm referring to, okay? So for me, I'm not going to drink fruit juice. Even if it's 100% all natural fruit juice, it doesn't matter. I don't drink it, okay? If I want fruit, I'm going to eat the entire piece of whole fruit. And I also avoid flavored drinks, okay? Because the flavor is where the sugar is added. Even in something basic, like a basic flavor like vanilla, for example, when I see anything that's highlighting natural flavor, you know, on the package or the bottle, I know to slow down and take a look to validate the claim. So this means that I flip the can or the container around and I read it, okay? And I'm looking in two places. First, I look at the nutrition facts and I'm looking for added sugar. All right. And here's the good news. In 2021, now, if sugar has been added, it needs to be included on the label and listed specifically on its own line item as added sugar. Okay, right. But like we said, in the case of fruit juice, you're not going to necessarily see any added sugar because they're not necessarily adding sugar. They're just liquefying it. Right? Yeah, exactly. And that's why you won't see it listed as added sugar in the case of fruit juice. Okay, it's only simply going to be listed as total sugar. All right. So we just proved the point that you can't just look at one section, the added sugar section on the label. And that's why I also look at the list of ingredients. Okay. Now, if the list of ingredients are truly all natural, then you should be able to recognize and pronounce each and every item on the list. And if you can't, guess what? It's not natural, all right? Some of what's listed may be natural, but most often you're going to find that the entire list of ingredients aren't entirely natural. And that's why my rule of thumb is to completely avoid all added flavors, all right? Because added flavors typically include unnatural ingredients, and it's the fastest way for sugar to smuggle its way into your food and drinks. Right. I I feel like you've pointed out before, especially when we talk about eating uh, yogurt. Um, By the way, you always tell me when I'm going to make yogurt for myself to be the person adding the the flavoring myself. Because when I buy a fruit cup that's yogurt with cherries or something, there's always, you can always find in the list of ingredients, added sugar to that. Um, But with drinks, when we go out for coffee, I've noticed that you only ever order plain lattes. You never order anything flavored. Okay, those are great points, AJ, and you're spot on, okay? You never let them add sugar, or sorry, add flavor rather, because they are adding sugar. And you're right, okay, when it comes to any kind of coffee, I'm getting plain instead of flavored anything. And that way I can be assured that there's no added sugar, all right? The natural sugar is all I'm getting in the milk, and that doesn't contain fructose. It's lactose, all right? So it's not an issue that's going to cause weight gain, okay? So no flavored coffee creamers, no sweetened beverages of any kind, no sweet tea, no sweetened milks or flavored milks, okay, and no flavored waters. So wait, not even flavored waters? Right. I avoid those too, okay, because they're likely using some chemical or unnatural concoction, and I don't want to risk sabotaging my weight over a flavored water that's somehow smuggling in some sugar concoction. It's just not worth it to me. 
okay, so how can I flavor my water if I'm trying to transition off of these sugary drinks? Okay, I'm glad you're bringing this up because there is one exception, and that's lemon and lime, all right? They contain the least amount of fructose, which means they're a great flavor add, and you don't need to worry about getting any kind of hit of fructose. Okay, so like then lemonade is okay? Yeah, sure. You can have lemonade just as long as it's straight up squeezed plain lemons with absolutely no added sugar. All right. That makes sense. It might be a little bitter, but it makes sense. (laughs) Exactly. And while we're on the topic, let's talk about alcohol. Right. You started off the episode talking about the sugar that is in wine and sparkling wines and champagnes. Yeah. And the basic rule of thumb when it comes to alcohol, the sweeter the taste, the higher the sugar content. Okay. So the sweetest tasting alcohols are the liqueurs. All right. So you want to completely avoid the ports and the dessert wines. All right. And then the sparkling wines and champagnes, they all have added sugar in them too, all right? So those are going to be higher in sugar content. And then from there, the white wines are higher in sugar than the red wines. So if I'm going to drink wine, I'm going to stick to a full body red wine, which contains the least amount of sugar. So all that said, I'll drink wine on occasion as an exception and maybe one or two glasses, but typically no more than that. Okay, so what are you drinking instead? All right, so the best choice with the least amount of sugar is clear alcohol, like vodka, okay? And for me, I want to be extra sure that I'm steering clear of fruit and fructose, which is why I avoid any vodka that's distilled from fruit so that I can completely avoid fructose entirely, all right? So I'm specifically saying not distilled from fruit, Because there are vodkas that are distilled from fruit. And I also avoid vodka that includes added or infused flavors for all the reasons we just talked about. Okay, so you can drink unflavored sparkling water with vodka and a twist of lemon or lime. Exactly. And then I don't have to worry about a thing, right? And I want to make sure to wrap all this up to say that it's not about entirely eliminating all or any of these things, okay? I still want to, on occasion, enjoy a specialty cocktail, okay, made with fruit juice or flavored with something sweet like agave or, you know, something fantastic, but I consider it more like a dessert, all right? Now, remember, when I talked about that dosing and amount, okay, that's why I'm going to limit myself and enjoy just one of those specialty cocktails as an exception. And then I'm going to resume the rest of my evening enjoying the vodka drink that I know won't inundate and destroy my body. Okay. And I mean, you talked about this on the vacations and holiday episode where you talked about making exceptions and indulgences. You'd enjoy a margarita or a daiquiri, but you weren't drinking margaritas all day, every day. That's right. (laughs) It's all about learning to enjoy yourself and not destroy yourself. That's right, AJ. So let's wrap up. And I want to give a few final quick and important tips about some things that we haven't talked about yet. Beer, sports drinks, weight loss, shakes, and supplements, okay? So let's cover all those. First off, sports drinks and supplements. They are primarily made of sugar, more specifically fructose itself. So my big tip is to avoid them altogether, all right? If you need hydration, drink water. Don't drink sugar or any other beverage that claims to hydrate unless it's just literally water with straight up electrolytes and no flavor, all right? If it's got a flavor, it's likely going to impact your body weight. Right. I I feel like people always uh, equate sports drinks to additional hydration because they see athletes drinking it. Mm -hmm. But I think that people forget that 
these athletes are working like their body to an extreme amount. They're expending a lot of energy. So it kind of makes sense to have that added sugar to boost their energy during the game. Yeah, that's at a whole different level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We I don't know anybody on a day-to-day that is on that level. Um, but I also know people who use sports drinks as a hangover cure, going after that mythos of it being a better hydrator. Uh, but it just sounds like it's not. Right. Okay. And you're, it's not. Okay. It's an additional drain and strain on your liver. All right. So you want to avoid sports drinks. Same with powdered supplements and tablets that you use to dissolve into water that promise to do something like boost your immune system or give you more vitamin C. Okay. Check the list of ingredients because I know what you're going to find is fructose and it's going to be at the top of the list. All right. So you don't want to drink it. Same with weight loss meal replacement shakes. And this is a big disappointment. And I was shocked to see it myself. Look at the list of ingredients. You're going to find sugar in some form. And most of them have fructose listed at the top of the list of ingredients. Okay. Which means that these weight loss drinks aren't helping you lose weight. They're sabotaging your weight loss efforts. All right. And finally, beer. Okay. It's an American favorite. Well, that's an occasional exception that you're going to want to limit to, okay? Now, technically, it's not liquid sugar per se, but it is basically liquid bread, okay? And that's why you're going to get the same type of belly fat from drinking beer as you do from drinking sugar. And that's the proof, all right? It's all converting in your liver as fat and storing around your belly as visceral fat too, I'm actually like a really big fan of beer, so it was hard to hear about the beer. But uh, what other options when drinking alcohol do we have? Okay, so the thing to know about the beer that implicates it most directly is the yeast, and that's why it's mimicking, you know, the liquid bread, right? Okay, so steer clear of the beer and have that as an exception. But if you want to enjoy other alcohols, I would say the rule of thumb is look for uh, an alcohol that's distilled from a potato or a grain, and then you should be okay, all right? And your best bet is to go ahead and just really keep a close eye on what you're mixing it with, because that's your biggest, you know, runaway train with weight gain is the mixer that you're mixing the alcohol with. So the more straight you can have it, the better off you're going to be. All right. So if you are going to do a liquor, make sure it's not distilled from fruit and it's really avoid mixing it at all. So if you can do, take it straight or uh, neat on the rocks, it's the best. Basically, you're telling people to take shots. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, until your body shuts you down. So I hope you've changed how you view sugar, more specifically liquid sugar. And my biggest tips today would be slow down and read the list of ingredients on anything that you plan to drink or mix into a drink, okay? You don't want to drink sugar. You don't want to add sugar. And remember, you don't want to drink added sugar. If you want more information, check out our website at oviawellness.com. That's O-V-V-I-A wellness.com. There you can find out more information on our program, get our free mini course, and enroll in our membership at any time. You can also find tips, tricks, motivation, and recipes by following us on social media at Ovia Wellness. That's O-V-V-I-A wellness on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. 
I want to help you lose weight so that you can live at a healthy weight. You know, I've made it my job to change what you know so that you can change what you do and change your body too. My name's Emerson Lee. And I'm AJ. And if you like what you heard, be sure to follow us or subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And please leave us a review because it helps other people find us too.